Last episode I recorded was March 16th. At that time, there was about 200,000 cases worldwide of coronavirus. Right now, as of this recording, there's 3 million cases. I was really misinformed, as pretty much the whole world was. Hey, what's going on, my qualifiers? Welcome to another episode of Unqualified News with your host, Dan Mauricio. That's me. On the last episode, I mentioned you don't have to wear masks, and that's pretty much what everybody worldwide was kind of saying at the time. But a month later and a half, everything's changed. I bring you guys uh, articles from Al Jazeera. The Al Jazeera app, uh, they always have a different outlook on everything. And this one is an article talking about USA easing its quarantine. There's another article from NPR.org. And this one is talking about Spain pretty much allowing kids to go out uh, for one hour out of the day now. Also a different perspective, BBC.com, and they're talking about what's going on in El Salvador. Uh, President Bukele in El Salvador is pretty much, in a way, causing gang jail riots. He's mixing the MS gangs with the 18th Street gangs, I guess in an effort to say, you know what, they're not running the prisons, we are. Uh, It's just going to cause deaths, we all know that. Thanks for listening. I really miss this. Just scheduling-wise, it's just been a little off. I think everybody's kind of feeling that weird feeling like you're waiting for something to happen, right? Where you're just walking around kind of in a zombie state where you, you feel like, what am I waiting for? You feel that urge, that, that weird feeling like you're waiting for something, you know? And, and that's kind of how I've been going, where work has been cut. Luckily, I'm still working, It's just not working as much. Definitely my heart goes out to the people that don't have a job right now, the people that can't work, and definitely the people that have to work. So thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys, and uh, I'll keep this up. I'll, I'll keep you guys more updated. Thanks. As the unemployment rates keep surging, some states push to resume economic activities despite health experts' advice. This article is from the Al Jazeera app. More U.S. states set to ease coronavirus lockdown measures. Another wave of states is preparing to lift coronavirus restrictions in the United States this week, against the warnings of many public health experts as the White House sees this month's jobless rate hitting 16% or higher. Health experts say increased human interaction could spark a new wave of cases of COVID-19, the respiratory disease caused by the highly contagious virus that has already killed more than 54,000 Americans. Colorado, Mississippi, Minnesota, Montana, and Tennessee will join the other states beginning an experiment to reopen economies without the testing and contact tracing infrastructure health experts say is needed to prevent a resurgence of infections, with lives in the balance. Georgia, Oklahoma, Alaska, and South Carolina have already taken steps to restart their economies following a month of government-ordered lockdowns. Those unprecedented restrictions resulted in a 26.5 million Americans filing for unemployment benefits since mid-March. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, CBO, predicted on Friday that the economy would contract at nearly a 40% annual rate in the second quarter. Even next year, the CBO forecasts the unemployment rate averaging above 10%. 
White House economic advisor Kevin Hassett told reporters the U.S. jobless rate would likely hit 16% or more in April. I think the next couple months are going to look terrible, Hassett said on Sunday. You're going to see numbers as bad as anything we've ever seen before. Against a backdrop of scattered protests across the country calling for stay-at-home orders to be lifted, U.S. coronavirus cases topped 940,000 on Sunday after posting a record one-day increase on Friday. New York and other states have extended restrictions to mid-May. New York reported 367 new deaths on Sunday, its lowest increase since March 30th. Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo said construction and manufacturing would be the first businesses to reopen and could restart after May 15 in the upstate region with certain precautions and if cases continue to decline. Other states, mainly those with Republican governors, have taken a more aggressive approach. Tennessee said it will allow restaurants to reopen on Monday. Mississippi's stay-at-home order expires the same day. Montana, which reported three new cases on Sunday, is allowing businesses to reopen Monday if they limit capacity and practice social distancing, while Minnesota will let some businesses restart on Monday, allowing 80,000 to 100,000 people in the industrial manufacturing and office jobs to go back to work. In Colorado, Democratic Governor Jared Polis has given the green light to retail curbside pickup to begin on Monday. Hair salons, barbershops, and tattoo parlors can open on Friday with retail stores, restaurants, and movie theaters to follow. Royal Rose is reopening her tattoo studio in Greenlee, Colorado this week after closing a month ago. Not because she wants to, but because the bills are piling up and she says she has no choice. I would stay home if the government encouraged that, but they're not. They're saying, hey, the best thing to do is to go back to work, even though it might be risky, said Rose, 39 sitting inside her salon in a wood-sided building on a leafy street in Greenlee, a farming and oil town. But the lifting of restrictions is not uniform across most states. For example, Denver extended stay-at-home orders to May 8th, but city dwellers can drive to a nearby county for a haircut. Georgia prohibited any local laws stricter than the state law. Eight states never order residents to stay at home. Arkansas, Iowa, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Utah, and Wyoming. Several opinion polls have shown bipartisan majority of Americans want to remain at home to protect themselves from the coronavirus, despite the impact on the economy. There you have it. That's from Al Jazeera News. For the first time in six weeks, millions of children in Spain can play outside again. This one is from NPR.org by Lucia Venavides. Children across Spain were able to leave their homes for the first time in six weeks on Sunday. As the government eased restrictions that have kept anyone under the age of 14 from venturing in public. Streets and parks in many cities filled with children riding bikes and scooters with adults accompanying them. While it was a welcome change of routine for many, in photos and videos posted to Twitter, some criticized those who weren't wearing face masks or staying more than six feet apart as they strolled neighborhoods and talked to their neighbors. Many of these children live in apartments without any sort of outdoor space or windows with direct sunlight. Some hadn't felt fresh air in over a month. Spain is one of the countries hardest hit by COVID-19, with more than 226,000 confirmed cases and 23,000 deaths, according to tracking by John Hopkins University. 
It also has one of the strictest set of confinement measures in Europe. Since the government declared a state of emergency on March 14th, people in Spain have been unable to leave their homes except for buying food, going to the pharmacy, walking pets, or going to work if they're unable to work from home. They face fines of more than $1,000 for breaking the rules. Children, however, have not been allowed to leave under any circumstances. After mounting pressure from parents and political leaders, as well as a decrease in daily fatality rates and new infections, the Spanish government announced last week that starting Sunday, children could leave the house for one hour each day, as long as they're accompanied by an adult from the same household and stay within one kilometer from their home. In Moia, a town about an hour and a half away from Barcelona, Iris El Burj took her 8-year-old son Bruno and 4-year-old son Alan on a bike ride near the nearest plaza after lunch. In contrast to the sunny, busy streets in nearby Barcelona, Bruno and Alan were able to frolic under the spring rain in a deserted park. This is going to let them spend their energy, especially living in a small town like this with woods nearby, said El Burj. But one hour a day is still not much. Bruno and Alan have been mostly playing inside. The family has a small backyard, which has given them some access to fresh air and direct sunlight. Elberge says that while Bruno keeps himself busy with homework and YouTube, the hardest thing has been entertaining Alan. He's a very active boy and wasn't getting his energy out, she said as Alan zoomed by on a balance bike. Physical exercise is important. They've been spending most of the time in front of the television or computer. And that's a small article from NPR.org. Kind of positive. They're letting people out. That's very good. All right, another segment of Trump's tweets. At Real Donald Trump. Why should the people and taxpayers of America be bailing out poorly run states, like Illinois as example, and cities in all cases Democrat run and managed, when most of the other states are not looking for bailout help? I am open to discussing anything, but just asking. <laughs> This one has 110,000 likes, about 26,000 retweets, and about 7,000 comments. El Salvador, Gangs Taking Advantage of Pandemic. This one comes from BBC.com, BBC News. The president of El Salvador, Nayib Bukele, has said criminal gangs are taking advantage of the coronavirus pandemic after more than 50 people were killed between Friday and Sunday. He authorized the police and army to use lethal force to curb the violence. He also ordered a 24-7 lockdown for imprisoned gang members arguing that many of the murders were ordered from behind bars. Mr. Bukele was elected last year on a promise to reduce the murder rate. Police said that 24 murders had been reported on Friday, making it the deadliest day since President Bukele came into power in June 2019. Another 29 people were killed by Sunday afternoon local time, according to police figures. And here's a quote from Nayib Bukele. We're going to ensure that the gang members who committed these murders are going to regret that decision their entire lives. Mr. Bukele said El Salvador's notorious criminal gangs were taking advantage of the fact that security forces had turned their attention away from them and towards curbing the spread of the coronavirus. 
He said the security forces would be given more power to deal with the threat. The police and armed forces must prioritize safeguarding their lives, those of their companions and honest citizens. The use of lethal force is authorized in self-defense or in defense of the lives of Salvadorians, the president said. He also said the prisoners belonging to rival gangs would be made to share cells. El Salvador's security minister, Osiris Luna, said the idea behind making rival gang members mix was so as to break up lines of communication between members of the same group and thereby limit their ability to plan attacks. Before President Bukele came to power, members of the two rival gangs that are behind much of the violence in El Salvador, Mara Salvatrucha and 18th Street Gang, were housed in separate prisons in order to prevent deadly prison fights. But President Bukele put an end to that arrangement arguing it allowed gangs to impose their own rules and take control of their prison to the extent that they would continue running their criminal enterprises from the inside, including ordering murders of prison staff and their family members. As part of the new, more restrictive prison regime, inmates' communication was cut off, with Wi-Fi signals being scrambled and cell phones seized. The latest measures by President Bukele go one step further with members of rival gangs now locked up in the same cells. Mr. Luna also said that they would not receive sunlight. They would be in total confinement 24 hours a day in the seven maximum security prisons that there are in this country. President Bukele also tweeted a video of him meeting with members of his security team, saying those who had committed these crimes would live to regret them. Video released by government showed inmates being transferred from cells and forced together in a jail. The measures come just days after the United Nations urged governments around the world to release vulnerable prisoners to ease overcrowding in prisons as coronavirus pandemic spreads further. This is a very recent article just, just published on the BBC and uh, <clears throat> I talk to my dad from El Salvador, I mean, every other day here and there. He tells me, yeah, everything's locked down. Hardcore lockdown. Uh, I really hate to hear there's so many murders over there, but he's safe. He's safe out there. He's one of the good citizens, you know? If you're a gang member, you're out there doing doing negative shit, negative shit's gonna happen to you.